Hello and welcome to Into House Sports with Jay. And Jay, hello from Calgary. What's up, everybody? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Into House Sports with Jay and Jay. It is episode number 44, February, Saturday, February 20th, 2021. There's a lot of good athletes that were number 44. The first one that comes into my mind, Jerry West, the NBA logo, number 44. And there's actually a really good group of 24. Hank Aaron, Pete Maravich, 44. 44. George Gervin, Reggie Jackson, and Willie McCovey. One that came to my mind, I, I just mentioned to you, John Riggins, played for Washington, Red, uh, well, the Washington football team, yeah. So, so... It's just incredible. Like 44, if you look at that number, there's a lot of athletes who wore that. It's like up there with, you know, 23, um, 33, but 44. What an exclusive number. Okay, let's get started. Naomi Osaka, she won again the Australian Open. This is her fourth major. I saw today. Go ahead. Fourth major in the past nine years. She's won one major every year for the past four years. Well, I've, I've got it down as that she has now won back-to-back uh, majors. She won the U.S. Open uh, in 2020, and now she's won the Australian Open here in 2021. And she did the same thing where she won the U.S. Open in 2018, and then she won the Australian Open in 2019. So she has now won back-to-back we got a button, though. We tournaments got a twice. She didn't play in the French Open by the way, and that was in October, so that was actually after the U.S. Open. Well, I'm just saying she's had four in her major wins. She's 4-0 in finals, and both were back-to-back tournaments. Uh, this one, unlike the last tournament that she won, the U.S. Open in 2020, there were fans of this one. I don't know how many, what percentage of fans were there, but there were fans of the game. So, and like I said, she is now 4-0 in majors. Um, next is the French Open, starting May 23rd, and she joins... I believe Monica Sellas and Roger Federer is the only tennis players to to be start their careers four and zero in majors. I'm not even sure. I I I heard that set. I watched uh, the match the the second set. I watched it today. I'm not sure if even Monica Sellas. I know Roger Federer, but they just mentioned Naomi Osaka, Roger Federer. I, I saw this morning. I did some my uh, our statistician uh, Wrigley came up with that, and Monica Sellas, Roger Federer, now Naomi Osaka. She's uh. She seems very gracious in her acceptance speech, very humble, uh, just laid back, plays great tennis. Uh, she beat, She's only 23, 23 years old. She's got a great – she's proven that she's got a long way to go, and she can win a lot more majors. Um, and then there's Jennifer Brady, uh, no relationship to Tom as far as I know, uh, put up a good fight. She did lose today, 6-4, 6-3. So, uh, that would have been something, as I think you said, Brady-Brady, if there would have been a Brady winning – Tom Brady and then Jennifer Brady. What I think that would have happened. That'll be the that would be the first tennis last football time. connection. Well, who knows? Probably maybe she is related somehow. So congratulations, Naomi Osaka, and we'll follow her again um, in, as as the French Open comes up tonight. While we are sleeping, you've got my man Novak Djokovic, and he is eight and zero at the Australian Open. Eight and zero in the finals. In the finals, eight and zero in the finals. He's playing up against Daniel Medvedev. Daniel Medvedev who no matter what will finish number three in the world. If he wins, then he goes to number two in the world. Um, well, who, do you, who do you like tonight, Jacob? I I, I do like Novak. I, I like Daniel Medvedev as a player too. 
I think Medvedev is going to put, uh, I think he's going to make Djokovic be eight and one in finals at Australia. So? Open. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that Medvedev, he's, he's a nice three setter versus Tsitsipas. Uh, I'm glad that Djokovic was able to continue to play. I think a week ago, uh, he got injured in one of his matches and wasn't even sure if he was going to be able to face Milos round. And she's cruised from there. I hope Djokovic wins. Um, but I, I wanted yeah. to win, but I think Medvedev is going to win. Yeah, I'm the same way as you. I don't, I don't dislike Daniel Medvedev, but I'm uh, pulling for my man, as you all know. My our regular listeners know I'm a big fan of Novak. Uh, Medvedev has beaten every one of the ATP top ten players since tennis returned. Wow! Except for Djokovic. Wrong. Better. Roger Federer, because Roger Federer hasn't been playing. Has he played since the return, or no? Uh, he has not. Wow. So we'll watch for that. Another name up and coming, Aslan Karatsev, who lost to Roger, uh, sorry, to Novak Djokovic in the semifinals. Um, the uh, before the uh, when the, when the, when, the, uh, when they, they returned to tennis after the uh, pandemic break, he was ranked 253 in the world. By reaching the semifinals, he is he made it to to, to number 114. But now apparently. Uh, again, because he got to the semifinals, he actually is going to be ranked in the top 50 as of next week. He uh, he is the second qualifier in the history of tennis uh, to reach the Australian Open semifinals, and the first male player to reach a Grand Slam final when it's his, his when it's his debut in a final. So he here's a name to watch for: a Russian descent. Uh, at the age of three, he spent 10 years in Israel, so he does have Jewish heritage. Again, Aslan Karatsev he did lose uh, three sets straight to to Novak. But he did along the way beat Diego Schwartzman and and um, and also uh, number twenty uh, the Canadian Jacob Felix, Ajay Alassim. That's the best you've ever said it in your life. So uh, we'll, we'll continue to watch this. So that that is our thing. Appreciate that. That is our tennis upset, uh, update. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's hard to believe that again, like other professional sports, they are going to get through this. You know, baseball got through. The NBA got through last year. This thing was delayed. And when everybody there got landed in London, or sorry, in Australia, Melbourne, they had to quarantine. They were playing, practicing in their rooms. And two weeks later, they're about to get through another uh, yeah, did final. It. So congratulations long, to Os- tennis. Osaka said it's been like, you know, long. The tournament's about two weeks. They have to quarantine for about two weeks. And uh, she thanked her team today. There was about four of them. Um, I'm not sure who exactly was part of, like, who made up that team. I think her coach um and then i'm not sure who the other people were but yeah it should, it, it's incredible it's going to be much more different than years to come it's crazy that you have to like if you want to go somewhere you have to stay somewhere for like two weeks before you're allowed to come in um but yeah it's been a good tournament let's talk a bit about what do we got fernando tatis jr of the san diego padres this week signing a 14-year deal worth $300 million. So you think, yeah, that's a lot of money, and it is. But the thing is that it is a lot less than some of the other superstars in baseball who have signed. And this guy is a superstar. But the thing is that he's only played two seasons. He's 22 years old. Like, literally, he's like two, he's like just over two years older than me. And he's signing. He's basically committed 14 years to, to playing in 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 san diego like i know you can get traded and players get traded but 14 years is so long it's it's way too long to sign a contract he's only played 143 games in major league baseball his career average is about 277 mike trout in fact he signed for 12 years 36 million per year mookie Betts, 12 years 30 million and then 
Patrick Mahomes, 12 years, 42 million. That's way too long for football. Who knows? You know, Patrick Mahomes is the real deal, right? You like this season, he really made his money's worth, reached the Super Bowl. And then, of course, he had that unmemorable Super Bowl performance, at least for him. But um, it's just so long, like committing 14 years. Like, who knows how he's going to be? I think that I, it gets me thinking that the longest con, like it's the longest contract in the history in history of sports. Nobody's ever signed for more than thirteen million or thirteen years. years. Yeah, and he signs for fourteen. Um, so I, I think that the max deal on all sports should be five, like five years. You know, five years is a good timeline, and football should be no more than four because of just like injuries and stuff. It's just that's a lot of money that a team. So let's say like a team like so to see signs for for that much money, right? Let's say after seven years, they decide to trade him. Well, he signed that deal with San Diego. And it's just the thing that doesn't make sense to me is that, what, they just expect another team to just pick up the load and pay for, what is it, five, nine more years of his contract? Nonetheless, all of this pales in comparison to Lionel Messi's $168 million per year. So it's just... Oh, really? Yeah. Who's he playing for? Tell our listeners. $168 million. Per FC year, Barcelona. Per it was about per a, year. Yeah, it was about a. It was about a. It was about a four-year contract with FC Barcelona. He becomes. They were calling it a free agent this summer, um, but uh, I, what do you think? Do you think that it's just it's just he's 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 getting about twenty-one point four million dollars per year, but but it's it's it, he's set financially for life, even one year of his contract. I've said this before with these athletes: one year of their contract, they're fine for life. But for them to pay him for 14 years, he's been in the league for two years. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And that's that's what players are getting these days. I remember when players first got $4 million a year. He is now the seventh player to get a contract over $300 million. There's an article on Bleach Report saying who's going to be the next $300 million player. You got Mike Trout. Mike and then Trout. Mookie Betts, Fernando Tatis Jr. Like you said, 22 years old. Bryce Harper. Uh, John uh, Carlos Stanton, uh, Garrett Cole, Manny Machado, and then after that, who's going to be the next one? And one of the if you I mean, if these players aren't making three, but they're darn close. Nolan Arenado, Miguel Cabrera. What's he getting? Um, um, not quite he just sure. Just signed, I think, a, at this. Or I'm not sure. I think you know, he got. Did he get traded? I'm not entirely sure, but he uh, um, looks like he signed a few years ago. But but. Who's giving the next guy? There's going to be somebody soon. Um, I'm not sure if, if one, one of the names that's on the list is Bo Bichette of the Toronto Blue Jays. Will be so? the, I'm not. I'm well. If he's he could, why not? Bo Bichette. I don't. Cornerstone know. of the Blue Jays could be there for the next ten years. I could see them. He, he almost deserves as much as these guys. Well, Tatis well, showed. I agree. He's only been in the year for two years, so they got to prove themselves. But the next one guy that I see could be getting a big contract: Carlos Correa of the Houston Astros. Um, but it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's th- again, 300 million, but these deals are so long. They're only going to get to 300 million if they're per year. You just, you're taking a look at a list on, on Spotrack. And I saw Anthony uh, Rendon, who I think signed with, with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And they, he signed for, I think less money total, but more per year. Like it's just these, these contracts. I think they're too long. The NBA, there's nobody who signs for more than five years. I like that. And there's still problems. You know, you get James Harden wanting to leave in the middle of a contract. And then they have to trade him. That's the NBA. That's a whole NBA is a whole other thing. But I think that these long contracts are just way too long. Yeah. But good for Tatis. Good for him. Yeah. Young guy. And he's gonna be with he's gonna be with all the way there until he is about 36 years old. Yeah. 
Can you imagine wow. that? That's a long, can you imagine signing a contract for 14 years? You're going to be there for 14 years. Think about how much you change. Think about how much he's going to change at, from a 22 year old to a 36 year old. And he has this contract. He's not tied down, but it's a big contract. That's a long, long, long commitment. People don't, who makes commitments that are 14 years? Well, Imagine that 14 years. I, I, know I agree. It sounds like a long time. Maybe they know more than you and I, and it actually pays off by signing him now. I mean, looking at his stats, he looks like he's. Do you think, okay, 14 years down the road? Oh, I don't 20, think any, nobody's, worth, nobody's worth is that. Is he much going money. to be playing in a San Diego Padres uniform? I think no way. Well, when we have, Maybe he'll be traded back there. We but. should make a note of this. And when we're on episode 3,842, we will know where we are at with that. That's just some quick math. Anyhow, we'll see what happens, and we'll see if Bo Bichette is the next $300 million man. Hey, I got some news. Tim Tebow retiring from baseball. You and I discussed that earlier this week. Tim Tebow retires with a playing 287 uh, game, uh, baseball games in the New York Mets organization. Not for the New York Mets, but their AAA team. Uh, a, 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 an average of 223, 18 home runs, 170 RBIs. Uh, I hear he's heading to the Jacksonville Jaguars as a coach. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Be able to work with probably Trevor Lawrence. That's awesome. I think, you know, good has, for him. I think he has a relationship with the coach there uh, from college days, I believe. So I heard that Tim Tebow might be joining the ja ja Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think he just he's in, if they draft him first, isn't he going through some uh, – he's having a surgery. big surgery. So maybe Tim Tebow will play a down or two. So uh, – yeah. I'm surprised Tim Tebow didn't sign a $300 million contract. Yes. Well, maybe that's to come. Maybe that's to come. Um, you want to talk a little bit about golf? Let's talk a bit about golf. Jordan Spieth, man, he is rocked lately. Remember we talked about him last week. Is and the he week back? before. Talked about him last week and the week before. We're talking about him again. Why are we talking about him? Because he had a two-stroke lead going into the final round of the Pebble Beach, uh, the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Ended up finishing below Daniel Berger, who missed a bunker shot, and then he fell over in a bunker. And you could just see his legs. Remember that when he fell over in the bunker? That was funny. But then he, he hits on the final hole, the 18th hole, where the day before he put a ball in the water on the left side. I think he hooked one into the water, kind of. And he manages to hit, he says, like the, the, the I think he hit a three-wood or a five-wood of his life, and then rolls in the eagle putt. Daniel Berger a winner on the PGA Tour once again, and he's just moving up in the world rankings. Yes, uh, Daniel Berger, two wins in the last eight months. He's had five top tens since the PGA return and, and three top threes. Amazing. Just as you mentioned, he had two Eagles in the final round, four in the total tournament. He is now ranked number 13, I believe, in the world. Uh, he's not playing this week because of back soreness, but he says he will be playing uh, next week at the, I believe it's a WGC, Jacob. Is it is the um, WGC workday something work in, at, the, at the concession that is taking place. That is taking place in Florida next week. So, you know, we talk a lot about these big name, uh, you know, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau's been in the news a lot. He had Brooks Kepka uh, with a win recently. Daniel Berger has got to be a name that should needs to be, to be reckoned with. He's, uh, he's up there. Um, but then... Uh, Daniel Berger again wins. Maverick McNeely finished tied for second, a rising young player on the PGA Tour. And then we go to this week's tournament. This week's tournament is the the, um, the Genesis Invitational. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, you were looking at me. I was like, you're going to say something? Anyway, sorry. 
Uh, Sam Burns shoots a seven under on on the in his opening round, and then follows that up with a five under, tying a two a thirty six hole record at that tournament. And you know, you think, okay, minus twelve, like that's you know, it's it's, it's excellent. But this is especially excellent because he had a five stroke lead going into today's round. And meanwhile, Rory McIlroy misses his first cut since the Open Championship in 2019 at his home course in Ireland, Royal Royal Portrush. And he like literally missed that cut by one stroke. He went 79-65. And then the tournament before he missed by one. But McIlroy missed this tournament, this cut by seven strokes, shooting plus seven. Meanwhile, Justin Thomas, I think it's the cut at like plus eight. It was crazy. And that's his first cut on the PGA, missing it since I think June of last year. So, so does that mean that Sam Burns is better than Rory McIlroy? No, it's. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Well, I think better? this weekend he is. He's a bit hey, this weekend, but we'll see if he's going to win it. Meanwhile, Dustin Johnson, of course, right there uh, in contention, currently tied. He was going into today's round tied for second. This guy's incredible, Dustin Johnson. Honestly, so consistent. Uh, other names in contention include Joaquin Neiman. Uh, you got another guy, Tyler McCumber, who like smashed his finger in a window. He's playing in this tournament, um, but it but it's it's a great tournament. And then we saw Bryson DeChambeau. They showed this on on the the NBC Golf broadcast. Was practicing like in the dark for hours after after he was he was out there before the sun had set. Just him and his and his coach and his caddy for hours. He was out there. Looked like hours. If you, if you look at the highlights, he started in, in daylight. And then it got a little bit darker, a little bit darker. And then the next one, he's still practicing. It's pitch dark. So, I mean, the guy is just, uh, he's just too much. And uh, no, right now, maybe he's at home practicing because he, he missed, he missed the cut. Tiger Woods esque with the practice, misses the cut again. Uh, we'll discuss more what's happening. We'll see how it finishes up this week. And then the WGC, the World Golf Championship, first one of 2021. It's going to be good. I just want to go back to Daniel Berger. Just two things about Daniel Berger that uh, some of our listeners might be interested in. And again, I just want to welcome our listeners to uh, In the House Sports with J&J, episode number 44. Uh, in his spare time, uh, Daniel Berger likes to, I guess, be on his boat a lot. He's a big boater. And 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 more closer to the, the golf world, uh, I just I read about this, but... Apparently, he still currently uses a set of tailor-made MC irons from 2011, which he described, and again, this is in quotes, maybe the best irons ever made. And apparently, he began using them in high school. Burgess said that he would have to buy more on eBay and was uh, was seen buying sets of um, off of people uh, in the comment section of golf.com's Instagram page. Where, did, like where did you get that from? I got this. I'll, I will get back to you on that. That is that an was, incredible story. Uh, it was it, I, somehow I came across the 15 things about Daniel Berger that you wouldn't know, and boating was one. And the number 15 of those was him and his uh, and using clubs from 2011 again, tailor made. So stick to a good thing, I guess. Well, it's very it's very surprising. You don't you don't see a lot of other people do that. I know Brooks Kepka doesn't have an equipment deal. He's using a bunch of mis- a bunch of different clubs, but uh, but uh, that thing about Daniel Berger very. Very uh, interesting. Yeah. You got that, I think, from Golf Monthly. I just took a look at that. Golf Monthly, courtesy to Golf Monthly. Sure. You want to plug into that and tell us there's one more or maybe just – Let's uh, let's, let's move on. on. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Should we get to our NBA part where I'm looking forward to? Let's just – before we do a little bit of NHL hockey, this week, um, Connor McDavid uh, has reached 500 points in his 369th game. 
Uh, Sid Crosby took the same number of games to reach 500 the points. exact same number. Yeah, 369 games. Uh, Sid Crosby, these other players I'm going to list to you did it quicker. Uh, and we're going to go in descending order with the, with the number. So, so 369 games. This is, again, to get to 500 NHL points. That's goals and assists. Um, Brian Trotche, 362 games. Um, Yari Curry, 356 games. Eric Lindros, 352 games. Mike Bossy played for the Honors Jacob, 349 games. Peter Stastny, his son's playing in the NHL right now, uh, 322 games. Mario Lemieux, you've heard of him, of course, Pittsburgh yeah. uh, Penguins owner. We're in the 200s now, 287 games. Wayne Gretzky, how long did it take Tim for to get to 500 points? 234 games. I mean, just another stat that just blows you away. I mean, he gets a 500, um, 500 uh, point in 130 135 games quicker, 135 less games wow. than uh, Connor McDavid, who's uh, unbelievable. So, so unbelievable. is Crosby and McDavid, they're right. Oh, yeah. I just wanted that was a good stretch you had there. Oh, thanks. Thanks. It's, Cros it's Crosby and McDavid. They're right below those other guys, right? Yeah. So they're tied for eighth, I think. One, two, tied three, for four, five, six, seven. Tied for yeah, tied for ninth. So Crosby, McDavid, people are saying McDavid's going to be one of the best of all time. Maybe the, one of the best of the 2010s, the 2020s. But that, I guess that shows that makes a real good case for uh, for uh, Gretzky. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that is tied for tied eighth. Yes. Um, Calgary Flames are just uh, our home team. The Calgary Flames right now are in fifth place, and they've lost two in a row. And in their last 10, they got five wins, five losses. They are not. They are struggling to score. They've Scored 46 goals for, 47 against. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, they played some more games. They've scored 67 goals and only 48 against. So their goal gift goal differential is plus 19, Calgary minus one. Uh, the Flames are struggling. They seem to win one, lose one, win one, lose one. This is what seemed like they've been doing that forever. Uh, we're going to have to see how they do over the next day or two. And if they continue to be not so, uh, so good as far as winning goes, I think we're going to have to invite a special guest onto Into House Sports with J&J &J to give us a an opinion, a uh, comment on the Calgary Flames. It's something you would not want to miss. I'm sure you'd be happy to be on our show. I will leave it at that. But uh, please stay tuned for next week. We may have our we may have a guest appearance um, to talk about the Calgary Flames and their struggles. Yes. So let's get to a our next segment. The NBA announced their starters for the All-Star Game. And, of course, like the the past two years, they will be having a um, – the two players will be having draft. And those two players are LeBron James and Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant an 11-time All-Star now. And LeBron James, 17-time uh, All-Star. So Has he ever not made it? I think he's missed it once. Maybe it is either his first or second year. But I think this is 18th year, 17th appearance, I think, this year. And so what we're going to do is LeBron James and Kevin Durant are going to be drafting players. We didn't do rock, paper, scissors before, so it'll be a best of one. Whoever wins gets the pick, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and we will go through the All-Stars. So the All-Stars really quickly are LeBron James, Kevin Durant. So each it's you're either LeBron or Kevin Durant. Then there's the guards, Luka Doncic, Stephen Curry, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, and then the forwards, Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. So what we're going to do is we're going to rock, paper, scissors, on shoot, best out of one, and then we're going to go ready. Rock, scissors, shoot. This might take a while. 
Oh, wow. Okay. I beat you. Okay, so I got the first pick, and I am taking Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant. Again. Okay, Kevin Durant. Okay. So that I'll, means I'll, you have to be LeBron James. Very good. I was going to take LeBron. Were you actually? I was. Great. Okay, and I'm taking this down as we, as we discuss and, and it. Our, and our listeners, too, uh, you know, feel free to play, our, uh, play with us. And then us we're going to compare. Next week is going to be the reserves, and then we're going to compare. Uh, next player I'm taking, with the first pick out of the remaining eight players, I'm taking – the greatest three-point shooter of all time, Stephen Curry. I like that pick. I think that may have been mine as well. That's a good pick on your part. Okay. Well, let's we'll move along quite quickly here. I will take uh, my first pick. I'll take uh, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. Leading the, NHL, leading the NBA, not the NHL, but in scoring this year. Yeah, go so ahead. two guards gone. Next guy I got is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, you can have the, the Greek. Greek freak. I knew you didn't want to you take have, him you know, because you saw the Raptors game and you were disappointed. I, I think he. All you got to do is double team him. Dad's wondering how is he good in the NBA. The guy has won back-to-back MVPs somehow, and he is the one of the greatest players. And he's a starter, so he's obviously there for reason. Yeah, fans vote him. He can't shoot a free throw. Okay, I'll take Nikola Jokic. Okay, Nikola Jokic picked. Um, so that means wow, I uh, you in fact have picked. So far, all of the players, you picked all. I wanted to take Beal and Jokic as well, so good job on stealing my picks. Now I need to go to players who I think, who I want next. I'm taking Joel Embiid. Oh, a good pick. I would have I maybe snagged him myself. Okay. That's a good pick. That means we have Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving. I'll take Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi Leonard. And you take Kawhi Leonard. And that means I'm going to take Kyrie Irving, You're which right. means you get... Luca, Luca Doncic, yeah, I just didn't. We're not the biggest Luca Doncic fans. You, I like Kyrie like uh, more than you. In fact, yeah, and but just he hasn't. Kyrie Irving has not played a lot this year. So I got Kevin Durant in got Kevin Durant in the front court. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Joel Embiid. Uh, in fact, all Eastern Conference players. And I got Kyrie. So I have four Eastern Conference players. And I have Steph Curry. You got LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, um, Ka- Kawhi Leonard, and then you got Bradley Beal and Luka Doncic. So we'll see how the reserves are going to be next week. I'm excited to, to round out our teams. But uh, there were five players I wanted to get. There were five, or there were five players I wanted. I got three out of those five. Oh. And interesting, yeah, you took Beal and Jokic on one of those guys too. But uh, all, Yeah, all good players. So uh, we'll see. Um, um, and so the All-Star game, they're going to have the the um, three-point contest and the skills contest before the game. And then at halftime of the actual All-Star game, they're going to have the slam dunk contest. So I, I think they're doing it right. The fact that they're going to have a game, let's have the game and do things before, during uh, the game, and sorry, during the halftime, etc. So it'll be as a viewer watching on TV, it'll be fun to watch. It's going to be more exciting than the Super Bowl. Uh, a reserve that probably going to be a reserve will be Canadian Jamal Murray, who yesterday, Jacob, as you probably know, uh, just like Joel Embiid, had 50 points. Yeah. But Jamal Murray is the first person in NBA history to get 50 points. Where not one of those points was from the free throw line. Amazing. You're gonna say that. No free throws. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. No problem. You. So you read. It's amazing. Not one free throw, and he scored 50 points. What? Nobody's fouling him. Not one foul. Not one. He scored 50 points. Yeah. Amazing. Eight three pointers. Ten three point shots. A lot more two pointers as well, and not one point. From the free throw line. That is so fantastic for for Denver. They're 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 playing well. Joel Embiid, 
uh, 50 points. I think, is that a career high for Joel Embiid? Uh, do you know? I think it might be. Do you know? 50 points? I don't. For me. It might be a career high. I'm so, sure. congrats to both of them. Philadelphia is playing well. The Toronto Raptors play back-to-back games against the division-leading uh, Philadelphia 76ers starting this Sunday. Uh, and then I think again, they play either Monday again or on Tuesday coming up. Uh, the Raptors are now 500. Uh, congrats to them. They are playing well. They started off terrible they this year. They started off terrible, you, and they're in the middle of the pack, and they're not far from third place. So uh, uh, they're, they're, they're benched. Yesterday they played a great game. Sorry, not yesterday. The game before against um, Milwaukee, they played a great game. They did manage to get past Minnesota yesterday after playing the night before. Uh, just a did you know, you can, this is every week we kind of come up with these things that are kind of um, things that you can go onto YouTube and search them. But uh, Ross Chastain, C-H-A-S-T-I-N, he play, he's a NASCAR driver. And last week during the Daytona 500, there was a major rain delay for hours. Uh, and his car, number 42, is sponsored by McDonald's. And he went through the drive-thru. He went and got food for his entire team. He went through a drive-thru to McDonald's. And the employee there was just freaking out. She somehow knew who he was. Maybe it was, maybe it was obvious. He, he said that I'm here and uh, I'm sponsored by McDonald's. His hat said uh, McDonald's. I wonder if he got it for free. Anyway. Who knows? Uh, and another person you said went to what? Panda Express? Yeah, I think a few of the drivers went through. Did they go through with their race cars? Uh, no. no, they did not. That would have been something else. Uh, some other news. LeBron James, captain of Team Jason. Gets to 35,000 points. The third player in NBA history. I'm not sure if he was the fastest. The other, In fact, this is something that's really interesting. I saw this. I'm not sure where I saw this, but the four players who got to 30, who, like the four leading scorers in NBA history, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Karl Malone, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, all Lakers. Lakers are doing well. And yeah. I think there's some other players too. Shaquille O'Neal's in the top 10. He's a Laker. Uh, Lakers are missing Anthony Davis perhaps forever. And I'm not sure if they're going to win another game. I think they're going to win another game. They're going to be a force in the playoffs. Hopefully, AD, speedy recovery. We'll see you next week. Here you go.